Join From Beer to the Bible every week as Irvin Lee and co-host Sarah Oliveira McDonald warn others of the consequences of drug and alcohol addiction by being the voice of faith-based recovery. Every week, Irvin and Sarah help people get access to the treatment and counseling they so desperately need. They explore the depths of addiction and give practical life examples of how to recover and develop a new rhythm of living. The show is gritty, authentic, and simply raw while being rooted in the love, faith, and hope of God. Welcome to From Beer to the Bible. Good afternoon. I'm your host, Irvin Lee of From Beer to the Bible. I got my good friend, Bruce Riley with me. Well, I'm glad to be here. Hey, we had so much fun last time. I had to have you back again. So welcome. And as we always do, we want to start the show first and foremost by saying thank you for supporting From Beer to the Bible. And if you want to continue to support us, please go to FromBeerToTheBible.com. Also go to our YouTube channel, like, share, subscribe, all of that because we need it, Mm -hmm. right? Keep us on air. And Bruce... Please anchor us in scripture like we always do. All right. So the scripture that I have for us today is first Peter chapter five, um, verses eight. And it says, be sober and vigilant because your adversary, the devil Mm. walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. Yes. Be sober. Ooh, Be I, vigilant. I, I love it. it yes. It, it's interesting. I didn't know you were going to read that scripture, but that scripture was in my daily devotional today. So the Lord is certainly speaking to me and sprinkle a little juice on that for him and explain the scripture. Yeah. Uh, give him some background context. Okay. So, you know, I was looking at this scripture and I was thinking about what we're possibly going to be talking about today. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? God is wanting us to always be watchful. He always wants us to be uh, alert and looking uh, because, uh, and what he said, also sober, that self-control. Yeah. Because he's saying the enemy, man, Satan is looking for those who are about giving his name glory. So for the people who are trying to follow God, who are trying to show by example, you know, in their lifestyle, this is the God that we love and adore. He says, man, you need to be sober and vigilant yeah. because guess what's happening? He's looking for you and he's looking to devour you. And there are so many stories that are going on right now. Yeah, yes. So many people right now in this time who are falling away yeah. uh, or maybe not falling away huge, but yeah. they're having some things that are just knocking them off the 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 platform of being a godly example yeah. to the rest of the world or being a light to the rest of the world because they're not being sober yeah. and they're not being vigilant. So be sober, be vigilant let's, because let's we got an adversary out there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's pivot to our topic and that is overcoming worldly distractions, overcoming worldly distractions. Yes. Wow, man, uh, that's a big one. That's a big one right there. So, uh, you know, overcoming worldly distractions. Um, man, I have 
been thinking about this and I've been thinking about this and I said, man, we're going to have to just go in and just be honest with it. Yeah. And just talk about you know, uh, the problems that I feel that um, are really distracting us mm -hmm. and um, as the body of Christ. Okay. Uh, let me, let me just go ahead and say this. Yeah. I think that uh, the church right now is very much so in America. Okay. I'll put it that way. Yeah. Is uh very much so struggling with actually being sober, mm -hmm. alert and, and, and vigilant and watchful. Okay. And it's like we're asleep. Okay. You know? And I think we've been lulled into this uh sleep by distractions and things yep. that, you know, take up our time, take up our energy yep. instead of us actually spending time in God's word, spending time praying and spending time doing one of the key things that I think we have forgotten mm -hmm. discipleship. Okay. Mm. Um, the enemy has given us so many things to really uh, entertain ourselves with. Oh yeah. Instead Without of, question. instead of evangelism, let me give you this. Okay. Uh, instead of actually praying, let me give you this. And how many times have we binge watched on Netflix or yeah. HBO Max or, you yeah. know, Hulu shows that we really enjoy and we have no problem giving these shows our devotion. Mm -hmm. um, but when it comes to reading the Bible, we really lack the time that it takes for us to get to know God and to live according to the way that he's called us to live. Mm -hmm. And so... That's one big thing. Um, okay. And, uh, so yeah, and, and, and social media. Ooh, social media is to me that may be our biggest distraction, uh. right? As it relates to that. And going back to a little bit of what you said around um, the church, us as, as uh, followers of Jesus Christ and lovers of, of Christ. There are so many things that vie for our time, even within the body. I think for me, it all starts with self-discipline. Mm -hmm. I have to discipline myself. Yeah. And what I noticed is, is I, I'll never forget, I heard Miles Davis say this. He said he fell into addiction when he lost all of his discipline and he started to drift. He drifted right into addiction, mm -hmm. drugs, alcohol, and womanized, all these things, right? And if you look at it, you can almost tell. Because Miles Davis, if you go back to young Miles, mm -hmm. was a sharp cat. Yeah, yeah. Suits, I mean, man, custom, yeah. slim, trim. And then you see the Miles that was toward the end when he fell into drugs. He didn't dress the same. Yeah. And... I, I learned a lot from that statement because then I looked at my own life and I said, man, when you lost your, your discipline and you started to drift, that's when I fell into addiction. And yeah. I believe that the enemy knows that. And when he distracts us, we start to, he starts to peel away the things that keep us strong. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. One of the things that I have, realized that has always kept me strong in mm -hmm. my faith mm -hmm. is the word of God. Yeah. So as I follow God's word, um, it demands for me to live in a way that I don't always want to live, yeah. nor do I always agree with. Yeah. But because it's God's word and because it brings life, yeah. you know, if I listen, I actually get to experience joy, yeah. true joy. I have discipline 
and I have a sense of stability in life. Yeah. You know, things may get crazy, but I'm for the most part stable yeah. mentally. I'm healthy. Yeah. Um, and my emotions don't go all out of the, out of the way. Mm-hmm. When I tend to start leaving, living the word of God, yeah, putting that and applying it to my life. Yeah. That's when I tend to start looking for answers to problems mm-hmm. in other areas. Mm-hmm. And when I start looking for answers and problems in other areas to cope with the, yeah. the situations that life is always going to be throwing at you, circumstances yeah. which will never change. Yeah. Um, that's when I start picking up habits that I should never pick up. Yeah. And the problem with these habits that I pick up, they actually feel good. Yeah. They, they, they do some kind of, you know, <laughs> they service me yeah. for the moment, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. The cope that I need for the moment, yeah. but it's that fleeting. Yeah. And the next thing I know, you know, I'm here struggling with the problem again, because <laughs> the problem has not gone anywhere. Yeah. The situations in life has not gone anywhere. Yeah. Matter of fact, the emotions yeah. that I was, the stress, the pain, all of that hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just had that temporary moment. A satisfaction yep. when Christ says, hey, when you come to me, right? Delight in me. You will never, he told the lady at the where what? It, you would never thirst again. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the rest of the world, what they often get just keeps you thirsty. It it's, keeps you thirsty. You keep drinking. You keep drinking because it's just not enough, you know? Yeah. But God is like, yo, I got you. you it's not lemonade. Lemonade yeah. always keeps you thirsty. It oh, tastes yeah. good. Everybody oh, loves lemonade. Yeah, you're gonna need but another you glass. always want some water after you drink lemonade. You mm-hmm. know, and he's like, look, I got something where you will be satisfied. So I have to struggle for that satisfaction instead of falling into it, addiction. It, it, it's interesting. Interesting. I was praying and what I realized, and I, I got to say this, so bear with me, audience. Your flesh is not your friend. Mm-hmm. Your flesh. So, as soon as I got that, one of the key things I took away from my journey and when I was in treatment was this suit I'm walking around in mm-hmm. is not my friend. It yeah. is always desiring something that is oh, not yeah. good for me. Oh, whether yeah. that's candy, whether that was alcohol, it's always wanting to do something. A lot of times, honestly, contrary to the word of God. Yeah. So you got to bring this thing under control and under submission. Yeah. So talk about how important that is for for our guests. Well, I think, I mean, because of the fact that it is our flesh, I think we always need to just talk to ourselves and just understand one. Yeah. Um, what is it that we're dealing with in our life? What is our sin? What is our, um, what is our struggle? What is our pain? And we need to be real with that. Mm -hmm. Um, some people, it could be relationships, Yeah, how they're relating with, uh, with other people and the pain from mothers, uh, husbands, children, you know, all of these things. Um, for other people, it can be finances, you yeah. know, you in debt and you don't know how to deal with that. Or you, you, you're struggling with your money and you know, all different ways. I mean, debt is huge. Debt yeah. is real. Um, so much people in the world right now are so broke Yeah, and they're fronting like they got money. And when they go to bed, they're wondering, how am I going to get out of this situation? Yeah. And yeah. so what they do instead of fixing it, they spend more 
mm-hmm. and that's a lack of discipline. Yeah, and it puts them more into this this place of darkness. Yeah, um, that they don't know of, and so you got to be real and understanding with you mm-hmm. and what your problem is, mm-hmm. and then you got to say, well, God, how do I, where is the answer? Yeah, in you, um, show me where where it lines up in the scripture to mm-hmm. where I can know. All right, this is what you tell me to do. Yeah. And that's where faith comes in. Now that I know this is what you tell me to do, now that I know that my flesh is not going to be in line with that. Yeah. Now it's time for me to show you, God, I love you. Yeah. By doing something that I don't necessarily want to do. Yeah. And that is following your word. Mm-hmm. And as I follow your word, I'm going to start to see my life come together in ways that may not necessarily be to the way that I want, Mm -hmm. you know, but it is getting better. You know, now I'm, you know, I might not be as fresh as I wanted. I might not look as good as I wanted to look, but bills are starting to get paid. You know what I mean? Um, you know, my credit score is starting to get up, you know, um, I may not be able to go out and make friends with all of the people that I wanted to, but because I've scaled back and put some boundaries on some stuff, you know, my relationships, where it matters are starting to grow yeah. and they're starting to be healthier. They're starting to be stronger, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think that's one of the first ways. Well, talk about, so, you know, going back to the title, overcoming worldly distractions, talk about the importance of boundaries and constraints upon one's flesh and one's life period. All right. Okay, so let's start off, I would say, with examples. Examples okay. work. Yeah. I mean, actually, how about you give me uh-huh. a situation? Okay. I'll hit it up. Yep, I Bring got you. Topic. I okay. got you. All so right. I, about every four months, I edit my life. That, that's a discipline, right? I say, uh-huh. okay, what is in my life that shouldn't be there? Yeah. Because I, I'm a... I, I like to believe I'm fairly disciplined, right? So Lord shows up and says, you need to edit your life. I'm like, Lord, I, I'm doing good. Okay, what did I say that for? He's like, well, how much TV have you started to allow yourself to watch? Yeah. So I did the analysis and I said, uh-oh, I, I'm not one that really watches TV. I realized that I had started to creep into an hour or so or more a night. Mm-hmm. Then I realized, hey... uh. I used to eat cookies just on Saturday. Yeah. Like, oh, you've been kind of. You've been on it. Yeah, I've been on. So I realized all these things that people say, well, those are not big things. Yes, they are. Because all the enemy needs is just the open door. It's cracked a little bit. And that habit becomes you hold on to it. Right. That's why it's so to me to keep my disciplines in place. It's having constraints, having a plan, and then having boundaries to Mm. say, yes, you are going to get up every day at a certain time. Yes, you are going to go work out. No, you're not eating sweets. I mean, just these things. And then my other discipline is this. When I have a decision to make, I'm always going to go, mostly I try, not perfect with it, but I say, what does Mm. the word say? Then from there, I say to myself, okay, what do I really want to do here? Yeah. And yeah. whatever I want to do, 
I need to not do that. And I need to do the opposite yeah. of that because it's that flesh of mine. Because you got to remember your pride's talking to you, your ego, and you're turning whatever the situation yeah. is in your head and you're forgetting Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. This is trust in the Lord God with all your heart. What is it? Lean not yeah. on your own, your own understanding, understanding, your own insights, my own knowledge, because I've done that before and it hasn't worked out really well for me. Yeah. You know what? I think a big thing that people should do is listen to what's happening. Listen to the Holy Spirit speaking to you mm -hmm. during your prayers mm -hmm. and then always pay attention to your dreams. Now, what am I saying by this? Let's start off with prayers. Um, there has been many times when I have prayed and the weirdest thing pops into my mind yeah. and I know exactly what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. Yeah. I had, I was in seminary school once yeah. and I'm praying and PlayStation just kept coming in my mind. Just yeah. PlayStation, PlayStation. And I'm praying about something totally different. Yeah. PlayStation comes in my mind. Somebody had given me a PlayStation and the Lord knew mm -hmm. that I did not have the discipline to own a PlayStation mm -hmm. and make it out of seminary yeah. because I would have been on that PlayStation every day, just clickety, 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 yeah. you know, enjoying my time here instead of focusing my discipline yeah. where I needed to be. And it so happens to be, you know, that is one of the things for me. It even happens with apps. I had it like a dream yeah. and I'm dreaming about playing an app. Yeah. You know, and I wake yeah. up and I spend all that time on the app, you know, and you know, <laughs> Sometimes people be running like, I got kids, I got a family, so I be running to the bathroom. Yep. I got to use restroom, and you in there playing the app, you know, because yeah. you're just trying to play, you know, these games. And God is yeah. like, look, you know, this is taking too much of your time. Yeah. And I've had to just go and delete things that take away my time. So when you pray, you say, man, okay, Lord, we seem like you're putting this on my heart. Mm -hmm. I don't need to watch this show. It's it's pulling something out of me that doesn't yep. need to be there. Yeah. I don't need to be playing these games. It's taken away from my time, yep. you know, and the time that I could be used to serving you, or I can be used to giving you glory and really just look at the level of your godliness, you promoting God, his kingdom, glorifying God. Listen, when's the last time you have, shared the gospel with somebody mm -hmm. when's the last time you've even thought about what i need to do to make sure i can present the gospel what yeah. is who am i how do i open up a conversation to even talk to somebody about about god yeah you know uh let me evaluate myself in that way and build myself up to be a a, a machine for mm -hmm. for the kingdom you know what i mean just yeah you know, be it. And then let me work on that uh, so that I can say I'm doing the at least bare minimum. A lot of the times we're, we're so focused in our ministry. We ain't even doing the bare minimum that God has called us to do. Yeah. We can't even share the gospel. But that, you know, that's true. You got, you have to abide, right? John, uh, what is John 15, five, when it yeah. talks about abiding, stay, remain, rest. And one of the ways, one of my disciplines to make sure I give and spend enough time with the Lord is my goal is always 10% of the day to the Lord, 10%. Now, understand, 
I do that for me. So mm -hmm. one, that's my boundary, my guardrail to keep me, to make sure that I spend time in the word. I'm doing that. Now there are yeah. days I spend more than that, but for me personally, you're that's saying my two difference. hours. I'm saying, I'm saying about, yeah, two, at least two hours and 40 minutes, two hours and 40 right. minutes that I'm, I'm dedicating to the Lord, reading, praying and being with the Lord. I had to, because I, I know me. Mm -hmm. And if I don't put that structure and those, those boundaries and guardrails we talked yeah. about, right. That, that is my goal. Right. And, and that's my goal. And sometimes I exceed that. Sometimes I'm right on that. And then mm -hmm. it's very rare though, that I don't reach at least 10% of my time. Mm -hmm. Cause in my mind, I'm like, if I do that, then I know that I'm going to read. I know that I'm going to pray. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the self-discipline that I had to establish for me because the word is so important. And I had a lady say to me, she said, Irvin, no matter what you do, she said, just get it in you. Mm -hmm. She said, when you don't feel like it, pick it up and read it anyway. When you don't even think you comprehending, mm -hmm. pick it up and read that thing anyway. Yeah. It's alive. It's active. Yeah. And she's right. Because sometimes I'm like, what did I just read? Mm -hmm. And then I'll be in a given situation and that comes back to me. And I'm like, but I never, I didn't, I didn't memorize yeah, that. I didn't, I didn't memorize, memorize that. Right. And that's the, you, you said something that I think we forget about him and we don't allow him to work in and through us, which is the Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. I really, I talk to a lot of believers and they run into these issues mm -hmm. and I got a nine one one problem. She talks to the Holy Spirit. Did you did you say Holy Spirit? What should I do here? One of the things I I practiced. One of my uh, good friends and mentors told me. He said, anytime you make a decision, and you make that decision without turning around and asking the Creator of the universe, the Holy Spirit, the Living God, you've just did yourself a disservice. Mm -hmm. So when he told me that, I said. I have to establish some sort of discipline around that. And literally, sometimes you'll see me do I'm asking, Holy Spirit, what should I yeah. do here? Because I had to, I know me, I'll mm. lose that. So I have to, there are things that I do to develop that discipline. Now when an issue comes, when I need that 911 help, I, Holy don't Spirit, you, what Don't I you do? hate it when somebody asks you? Did you talk to the Holy Spirit and you know you didn't? And you like, uh, uh yeah, uh, no, you know, uh, it's what? like, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he's functioning. It, it's, it amazes me. And we should have discipline around mm -hmm. studying the Holy Spirit, understanding how he works, who he is. He, the Bible says your helper, your comforter, your strengthener, your counsel. I, yeah. I'm going yeah. That's what you need every day, right? Yeah. And and I commend my mom for telling me this when I I'll never forget I got out of treatment and I was saying all the stuff I was gonna do and she just kind of looked at me mm. and she says, You know, you're not gonna be able to do anything yeah. without the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Right. And yeah. and I'm like, and sometimes I will do this and I'm amazed at the looks I get. I'll say, I'll pray, and I'll say, Holy Spirit whatever i start to pray out with the holy spirit mm -hmm. man the looks and, the, and i'm yeah. going is he not god yeah he yeah, is of course and, it, and and what's crazy about it is and i grew up you know um i grew up 
charismatic. Mm-hmm. I went to school in a conservative, yep. a very conservative school. Yeah. And you know, both of them are one side of the pen- pendulum. Sometimes, yep. you know. Yeah. Uh, well, the one particular church I was was just side of the pendulum mm-hmm. and then the school was kind of like this side of the pendulum mm-hmm. and i realized the need mm-hmm. for balance you know um because uh with with just head knowledge sometimes mm-hmm. and it's strong and important yeah you know what i mean yeah if you don't have that experience mm-hmm. of the holy spirit just moving in your life yeah w- when when trials come now your feelings start to take over and you don't know how to just be in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yep. And then sometimes you over here mm-hmm. and you don't have no knowledge, you know yep. what I mean? And it's like, well, my people perish yep. because of lack of knowledge. Yep. You know what I mean? And so you got to bring that here. And the Holy Spirit is all about that. He's a teacher. Yeah. You know, he, like you said, he's a comforter. He's there for the mind and he's also there for your heart. Mm. And he's trying to bring that together so you can have uh, 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 what I would say a more stable mm-hmm. and healthy walk with him. And so, um, to be in that, like you said, to be in tune with the Holy spirit, to say, I want to learn to listen to the Holy spirit, because if I'm a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. he told me I'm going to the father. Yep. I'm going to send <laughs> And helper. Yeah. And that's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So who are we going to be interacting with right now? Right. Because he's with the Father. Yeah. Oh, we interact with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Whenever you feel God working in your life, whenever you're thankful for God doing something for you, yep. you better recognize the Holy Spirit is all up in there. You he, know, it, he is and he's always speaking and he's always talking. Yeah. But one of the things I had to learn was to hear his voice. And what I noticed was I would be doing things when I initially came back to Christ and he would, I'd leave something and I hear a voice, pick that up. Yeah. And I go, I'm not picking that up. And then I started to realize like, wait a minute, pick that up. He started training me in the very little things, right? Mm-hmm. Stuff around the house so I could hear his voice. So when the big stuff comes, cause remember when a big problems comes, You've got mm-hmm. big distractions because mm-hmm. God knows you turn that thing over in your head. Your emotions are out of control. You got your phone. You got all this stuff and you got this big problem. So it's kind of hard to hear God, especially if you don't know the Holy Spirit's voice. Yeah. Right. So I tell people he starts to train you to hear his voice in the little things. So yeah. when it's big, you can quiet yourself and you can hear him above all of the chaos that is going on inside of the soul yes and what he what he shares is always amazing you know it's interesting you know even even when it comes to praying i remember i was you know lord you know, I want you to help make my marriage even stronger. You yep. know what I mean? I want my marriage to be strong. <laughs> yeah. And as I'm praying and, then, you know, and you're walking around and you're living life around your spouse. Yeah. And you're living life <laughs> around your kids. Yeah. The Holy Spirit's like, yeah, you don't even need to be doing that. Mm-hmm. Why, are you, why are you going to the back watching TV? Yep. Why don't you just come out to the front? And be with your family. Uh, Let me finish this show. You know, and and you start hearing, you start hearing little (laughs) things like, okay, you know, 
it's not that you're wrong that you made this decision. Yeah. But how about you start talking to your wife yeah. about the decisions yeah. that you made? And you're like, well, but what if she don't like it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, no, I'm trying to show you <laughs> how to have a healthy relationship. Yeah. And so I'm starting to speak to you in ways. And the fact that I'm even a little bit resistant to it, yeah. but I know that it's right. You are, you know it. That's the Holy Spirit. That's, you the, know Holy what I mean? Spirit. That's the Holy Spirit. He's going, he's talking. I, I, and we, we need to tell our audience, listen, the Holy Spirit does not condemn you. Now he will convict you. That's how you know yeah. the difference. Devil comes in, you're a bad person. You know, you're yeah. not good. He's condemning you. Holy Spirit will convict you and, and push you towards what is best for you. And then I tell people, sometimes I have to realize the enemy will show up with something good. Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit and the living God's always trying to give you the very best. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you got to discern that, right? Yeah. The enemy sees you about to do something right in the center of the will of God. He'll show up with something that's good. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit more money, maybe in your mind, a little bit more attractive. Yeah. But you know, you sh this is the best, hey, right? Hey. Take the best. Don't take the bait. Listen, I think I think of it always as a gym. And you can find so many uh, great parallels when it comes to the gym. Yeah. You know, um, when you get a, a, a weight, a, a, like a, a gym, what do you call The gym instructors who help you. Oh, the trainer. coach. Yeah, trainer. trainer. Yeah, yeah, you get a trainer. Yeah. Man, they ask you questions you don't want to answer sometimes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. how you been eating? Yeah. Hey, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, whatever. And then they tell you the truth. They tell you the truth that you don't want to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, look, you can get stronger. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But you're going to have to do this. Or yeah. you can do this. But you're going to have to do that. And it's the truth. But I've never had a trainer come to me and just say, you'll never, ever, ever get fit. Look yeah, at you. I, no. You know what I'm saying? Look at you. Look at yeah. you where you at right now. Look how horrible you look. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stand up in front of the mirrors, all the mirrors that are against the gym, yeah. and look at yourself. And look at look at that person over there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look how strong they are. You'll never be that. Yeah. You know, no. But they do tell you the truth about yourself and the decisions that you're making. Yeah. Because they want for you to turn, which we would call in the church, they want for you to repent. Yeah. Right? And they yeah. want you to say, hey. I don't need to be living that lifestyle anymore. Yeah. I need to put down the cookies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For real. I, I need to say, look, I'm not going and eating at these places that I used to eat. Yeah. That I love to eat. You know yep. what I mean? I got to start going this direction because in order for me to reach the goal, yeah, to get to the joy that I really want, you know, that I'm really searching for, I need to go this route. And the temporary is what Satan likes to focus on. Man, uh, that that is so good. And that is a way we got a few minutes left. Let me wrap us up and recap for everyone what we talked about. Overcoming worldly distractions. One, starts with self-discipline. Mm -hmm. Two, constraints and boundaries. And then three, and actually most important, learn to hear, listen, obey, and follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit, the living God. Yeah. And I want you to take us out. Um, we've enjoyed it. It's always a pleasure. We always uh, have a great time. So wrap us up and take us out. Yeah. I, look, I would just encourage everybody um, to really seek God um, when it comes to 
the, the issues and the situations that you may be going in life and just pray to God and say, Lord, help me to have the discipline that I need mm. um, in order to, to grow. And then when it comes to that, when it comes to building discipline, mm. it's not about being able to handle everything immediately. Yeah, It's about taking those small steps uh, to getting closer to God, to growing in Christ, and then saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do uh, uh, today, mm. this part, mm. I'm going to do this to grow. And I remember even you, you were like, look, anybody can stop doing something for 24 hours. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So, so wake up and say <laughs> this 24 hours, I'm not going to do this yep. and start to master these things in your life and say, Lord, I'm going to take these steps and you're going to slowly find that you're getting uphill you know, but don't try to be that super whatever it is that you think that you need to become overnight. Yeah. Um, but grow it slowly. Grow your Christian walk and your Christian faith slowly, and you will be surprised at what you look like a year from now. Man, that is awesome. And at, we will leave you today with what I believe is not said enough. God loves you, and we love you. Hold on to your faith and keep the faith. Thank you for tuning in to this week's From Beer to the Bible. Make sure to tune in next week when Irvin and Sarah gift you with even more addiction recovery information. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And remember, we're always there for you.